Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. It is Thursday, January the 6th. It is Epiphany, and um, great holiday uh, for a historic holiday, uh, not only in the Eastern Church, but also in the West. Uh, Big celebration today in Tarpon Springs as they uh, welcome the community in to celebrate Epiphany. So uh, glad you're on. We're going to have our Epiphany readings. And Epiphany is interesting, man. Um, it's, a, it's a great holiday. It's a time to, to celebrate Epiphany or Theophany. Um, basically means an appearing. A, a Theophany is an appearance of God. Uh, you know. and, um, and an Epiphany is, an, is a revealing um, you know, I've had an epiphany. <laughs> it's like a revelation, right? Um, and so the day is a, is the day to commemorate and celebrate uh, the baptism of Jesus uh, by John. But and uh, in the, uh, it's also uh, some will celebrate the time that the Magi came to bring gifts to Jesus. But the overall theme of the celebration is it's the time when Jesus was revealed to the nations. When God was revealed to the nations, was it was no longer a, a Jewish um, message, but God was revealed uh, to the nations. And so you'll, you will see from our readings today um, a lot of that theme of uh, prophecies, of uh, Jesus' teaching, and uh, readings about um, the fact that He's the God of the nations. I like that, man. That's awesome. Because guess what? Most of us on this call, most of us. Uh, on this uh, podcast, most of us uh, on this Facebook Live Morning Prayer, we Gentiles, <laughs> so so we should be really happy about Epiphany. <laughs> we should be, yeah, <laughs> celebrating that. Yeah. Well, good morning, everybody. Glad you guys are all on. All you guys on the podcast, welcome to today's podcast, uh, this Epiphany uh, version of the podcast. You know what happens sometimes? Sometimes when we read the Word of God, we have a little Epiphany, right? A little mini Epiphany, a little... Aha moment, a little eureka moment. Yeah. So, so we're going to be reading a couple of different things today from uh, the Word of God, Isaiah 52, uh, Revelation 21, and Matthew 12. Isaiah 52, 7 through 10, Revelation 21, 22 through 27, and Matthew 12. 14 through 21. I just dropped my pencil. Let me get that. All right. Well, let's do it, y'all. Let's jump in. Let's uh let's see what God has to say to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Isaiah 52, 7 through um 7 through 10. Um, let's see. 
All right. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lit up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all nations. And all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. This is a prophetic word from Isaiah, um, 740 years before the birth of Jesus. And he's speaking this prophecy that, um, I love that, verse 7, right? How beautiful on the mountains are those who bring good news. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel, the good news. I mean, not in a quite, not in a literal way. They, they, you know, feet are feet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at my feet, ain't nothing, nothing great about that. <laughs> but you get you get the metaphor, right? Uh, and, and and the idea of glad tidings is that you know these messengers of war, you know, they would they would you know there was no internet, no interwebs, no text messaging, um, no mass communication. So when the war was over, when big news was uh, to be announced, uh, a new emperor, a end of war, or whatever, uh, for those who are out on the battle lines or those who are in remote places, there were messengers who would travel. And here it's, he's, you know, Isaiah is using that imagery, he's saying, blessed, um, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. So they're coming over the mountain with the good news. Blessed are the, hey, they're, they're coming, here they come with the good news. You see them? I wonder what the news is. Well, the good news is that God is going to be revealed to the, to the nations. Yes. Yes. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation. And that good news, Isaiah is telling us, is that God will not only bring hope and um, uh, peace and restoration to Zion, that is the people of God, Israel, uh, He's also going to be he's going to it's going to be revealed to the nations. It's going to the Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. It's going to be an epiphany. Yes. A revelation, a theophany. They will see God. Yeah. Aren't you glad that you saw God? I mean, you may not see him in kind of literal way like you didn't see God, but you know, you your your eyes were opened. You were able to see. Man, what a blessing. What a blessing that is. It's a miracle every time it happens, man. Every time it happens. Every time one of our eyes are open and we see the Lord, um, it's a miracle. And this year, we were, hey, let's pray this year that many, many people, their eyes are open. Right? Let's pray that. Let's pray that our sons and daughters and our friends and coworkers and our neighbors and our communities, that their eyes are open, that they have an epiphany, that they see the salvation of the Lord. How about that? Let's pray that happens. That's what we need. That's what our world needs. Yes. 
So maybe that's our prayer on Epiphany, that it would not just be a celebration, um, one day celebration, but that truly the, uh, the salvation of our God would be revealed to many, many, many people in 2022. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, now we're going to jump to the back of the book, Revelation. Hey, I'm starting a series this Sunday. Uh, we're starting a series at Bayside, the book of Revelation. I'm look, really excited about it. I've been doing so much reading and studying over the last couple months on this book. Still got a lot of questions. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie to you. I guess still got a lot of questions, but I got a lot more insight too. You know, that's that's the word of God, you know. You you learn, you grow, but you still got questions. Um, but it starts this Sunday. First uh first week of the Revelation series this Sunday, nine and ten thirty. Uh also live on Facebook and on our all our social media platforms if or in the website if you want to check it out online if you live somewhere else and you can't be there in person. Um, but yeah, we're excited about that going to be a pretty long series. It's going to last probably seven, eight, seven to nine weeks. I think it goes all the way to March. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, it should be fun though. But speaking of Revelation, that's one of our readings today, Revelation 21, verses 22 through 27. So yeah, we're at the back of the book now, you know, Revelation 22 or 21, 22 through 27. Let's see what, let's see what's happening here. It's a revelation of uh, the end of all things. I did not see the temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon. This is the, you know, this is this is heaven, man. This is New Jerusalem. This is the <clears throat> this is the, um, the place prepared for all the redeemed. It says, I did not see the temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty. The Lord God Almighty. Man, sometimes you just sometimes you gotta just stop and slow down and say those words and think about them. Yahweh the Lord, I am God the Almighty. Mm. The Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light. Mm. And the kings of the earth will bring their splendor to it. Why? Why? Because he's the king of kings. He's the king of kings. All the kings of the earth, all those righteous kings are subservient to him. He's the king of kings. And this is just represent, this doesn't mean that everyone who is a king is going to be in heaven. That's not what this means. What this means is it's a it's a it's again uh, furthermore symbolic terms that all of the the most powerful, all of those uh, all the powers of the earth are subservient to God and will be subservient to God in heaven forever. Mm. Doesn't mean like if you hey if you, if you're a king you you get a you get a you get a automatic pass to heaven. No, that ain't what this is saying. It's metaphorical. You know, one of the things that John has to do is, and I'll talk some about this Sunday, but in, in, this is harder than you think. You, in the first chapter of, of the book of Revelation, um, the word, the God, God, uh, the Lord tells John to write what you see. Have you ever tried to do that? You ever tried to write what you see? 
Maybe you've played that game. I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever played this game, but like a, a, it's a, pro, a popular holiday game where you start like you start with a a, a Christmas carol, like um, dashing through the snow. All right, draw dashing through the snow. Okay, everybody, you got like maybe ten people in a row, in a row. I mean, ten people in a circle. That's if you got ten friends. <laughs> and you know, if you don't have ten friends, then it's just you and you, you and you cheering because they got to play. But anyway, for the sake for the sake of this conversation, <clears throat> you get you know you get you get your three or ten people, and you're you say now everybody, uh, the first person has to draw uh, dashing through the snow, and then you draw it on your little piece of paper, and then you hand it to the person next to you, and they have to based on your picture of what you drew for dashing through the snow. Now they have to write out what they think that picture is, and you do this little you do this little thing all the way around the circle, and you know what happens. By the time you get to the end, you got a you got a stick figure. You got you got somebody you don't even know what it is. Because it is not easy to write what you see. It's very hard. It's hard enough to just to write what you hear, right? Someone saying something to you and you're writing it down. That's hard enough, but to write down what you see, that's hard. And that's what John had to do. He has these visions and he has to write down what he sees. And what does he use? He uses metaphorical language. He uses apocalyptic literature. He uses metaphorical language because that's how are you going to explain what you see when a lot of things, a lot of what you see is stuff you've never seen before. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, you've never seen, you've never seen the heavenlies. You've never seen the some of the presence of God, the temple. The, like, how do you explain these things? How do you write what you see with with limited resources. That's why the book of Revelation is so perplexing because John is trying to write what he saw and he's using uh, contemporary cues, things that he, were in his culture to convey what he saw. When you think about, you look, you look out of, you know, and, and we see, we can see sometimes, you know, uh, SpaceX take off in Florida, you know, off on the uh, East coast. And, uh, could you imagine just just imagine you watch a launch and you describe it. Just describe it and describe what you saw. And try to not use all the technical uh, scientific language, just describe what you saw. I saw this metal object like a bullet flying upward through the air. And it's behind was on fire. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It's not easy. It's not easy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. We are uh... <laughs> Revelation twenty. Where were we? 22, right? So the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light. And the lamb is its lamp. 24, here it is. This is the epiphany. This is the message of epiphany. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations, there we go, will be brought into it. Nothing impure will enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those 
whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> the nations, the nations will bring their glory to it. Hmm. I mean, you got to think about this now. For us, for us, it's interesting because for us, that that doesn't seem such a like a we can we can see it right because Christianity has spread all over the world. Um, there are a few places, there are some places on the world where in the world where they still haven't heard the gospel plenty, um, but you you could safely say most of the world uh, has a gospel presence, and so it's not as hard for us to conceptualize the idea that people from all nations will be uh, in heaven, surrounded around Jesus and worshiping him. But put yourself back in the day of Isaiah, or even in the day of John the Revelator. John the Revelator, they're facing intense persecution. Christianity is just a small movement. It's not nationwide. I mean, it's not uh, worldwide. It's, it's fairly localized. I mean, it's spreading, but it's fairly localized. I mean, John could not have imagined that the Roman Empire that would punish him and, 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 and uh, martyr 40,000 followers of Jesus, that that, that Roman Empire in 200 years would actually have to concede that Christianity is the national religion because there were so many Christians in the Roman Empire you see, that's what was, that's miraculous about what is happening. And that's why John, this is, when John says these, sees these visions, he had never seen anything like this. Now, we have seen big stadiums filled with hundreds of thousands of believers from all over the world worshiping. We've seen different, you know, conventions and, and gatherings like that. So we can almost have some sort of relative context for, you know, the gospel reaching all nations. But John, other than the, the church planting movement that was the early church, what he saw was breathtaking, <laughs> even more breathtaking than anything that we've seen. Because to think that an empire where Christianity is being pummeled, beaten, being blamed for everything, being persecuted for their faith, being, uh, being kept out of the economic opportunities of the nation, come on. We talk about persecution, man. Come on, persecution in the Roman Empire during the time of the Gospel or the, the Revelation. You you were not included in the economic opportunities because you were a Christian. And John says, "I saw what I could not imagine, and that is God is being revealed to the nations, and in heaven there's going to be." The kings of earth are going to bring their glory into it. The kings of the earth and the peoples of the earth are all going to be gathered around the Lamb, the Lamb of God. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. That in, from the time of John wrote these revelations in a revelation in uh, nine, uh, AD 90 by 320, the Roman Empire by Constantine is declared a Christian nation. And some, there's, a lot, there's a lot of mixed messages about that, like, was that a good thing or a bad thing? Here's the thing. Constantine was a politician, and the reason he declared uh, the, Roman, the, the empire Christian is because there were a lot of them, and it was politically expedient to do so. Now, whether he had a true conversion or not doesn't matter. 
at the, at the end of the day, that's not the point. The point is he saw that it was politically expedient to declare the country Christian. Why? Because there were so many of them. Yes. Yes. The gospel spread to all people, from the Roman Empire to all over the world, Africa, Asia, the United States, Europe, all over Europe. All right, it's good stuff. Matthew chapter 12, Matthew 12, 14 through 21. Here we go, 14 through 21. But the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. They plotted how they might kill Jesus. <clears throat> Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all those who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him, which they never did, <laughs> which they never listened to. They just went right away and told people about him. That's <laughs> just how it was. He warned them not to tell about him. Verse 12, this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here we go. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love, in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break. You hurting today? You need to know that a bruised reed he will not break. If you're struggling, you're hurting, he is near to the brokenhearted. He is close to those who mourn. He is close to those who are bruised. He's close to those who feel abandoned. He's close to those who feel uh, forgotten. A bruised reed he will not break. Mm -mm. No. Conversely, he's going to strengthen a bruised reed. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out till he has brought justice through to victory. In, the name, in his name, the nations will put their hope. Yes. You go, Epiphany. Through him, the nations will put their hope. That's what this Epiphany is a celebration of God being revealed to the nations, Jesus being revealed as Lord of the nations. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoldering wick he will not snuff out until he makes justice, till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name, the nations will put their hope. Man, thanks be to God. <laughs> <coughs> yes, the nations have put their hope. Man, aren't you glad you've put your hope in Jesus? I know I am, man. He's, a, um, he's not only ho the hope of the world, he's the hope of your very life and mine too. And, and I pray that this year we, uh, we see his glory spread in our communities. Let's do our part. Let's do our part today to bring hope. Maybe you know a bruised reed, man. Maybe you know somebody in your life who's a bruised reed. They feel like they've, they're broken and they've forgotten and God doesn't care about them. You know what? You can bring... you bless. Beautiful are those who uh, beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. You can bring that good news to that bruised reed. Come on, you can. You can bring that good news to the bruised reed in your life. Blessed, glorious, or the good or the 
uh, beautiful are the feet of those who bring glad tidings. Yes, that's what we can be today. Those who bring glad tidings and hope to those who need it. Yeah. Well, happy Epiphany, everybody. So glad you guys are on. It is time to pray. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. It is time to pray. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining uh, this community for these uh, Epiphany readings. And um, maybe today, take some time to just think about what it means to let the light of Christ shine through you to the people who, uh, to need to, who need to hear it. So let's pray. Let's pray the same. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for uh, your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your power and your grace. Thank you for revealing yourself to the nations. Lord, that you, you kept uh, your promises that you would not just be for Israel or Zion, but you would be the God of all nations. Uh, a promise you first made all the way back to Abraham, that through him you would bless the nations of the earth. And Lord, you have indeed done it, and you are continuing to do it. And we thank you for that. Thank you for the good news that touched our life. Thank you for the day that we saw uh, the feet of those who brought good news to us. And we can say, yes, it was glorious. <laughs> it was a blessed day. And Lord, now help us to be those who bring good news to those who have yet heard the the glorious news of Christ's redemption and salvation. Lord, help us to reach those folks in our lives who are the bruised reeds, those who feel like they've been uh, forgotten, those who need to know the, the salvation of the Lord. Help us to be those who bring light and hope to them, Lord. Not, not self-help, not pop psychology. Lord, help us to bring the gospel to those who need it. Lord, thank you for my friends today. I pray you would bless them and encourage them and strengthen them. Help them have a great day today. May today be an epiphany for them, an awareness, a constant awareness of the presence of your Holy Spirit. Lord, may we walk in step with your Spirit today. Um, Lord, for those who have special needs, concerns today, and they're calling out to you for healing, for help, for hope, Lord, may you grant each one through the powerful name of Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on today. As always, if you want to reach out to me about the podcast, you can always do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. What's God doing in your life? What are you, what are you, how are you learning? How are you growing? If you want to give some comments, suggestions about the podcast itself, hey, I always appreciate that too. Love to hear from you. All right, you guys, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Happy Epiphany. See you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.